Yeah, I can't talk that. I know you can't. What are we doing again? Well, come back to Ultra. Uh, Ultra Ranger. No. Swallowroko! Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Gar. I'm your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster Lane. So, apparently, in the deleted scene of Avengers Endgame, uh, Godzilla showed up. It was pretty oh, fucking yeah, awesome. I know, right? What kind of... But maybe it's because they didn't want to interfere with Godzilla's film coming out they didn't yeah, want to have, they can cross promote they, they, they didn't want to like interrupt people <laughs> they, they didn't want to confuse people being like why is Godzilla here yeah she like saw the look on Thanos's face even he was like oh fuck we are of course referring to a tweet uh, that someone did the guy edited Godzilla from King of the Monsters into Endgame yeah in which it was it's funny it was pretty good go see Godzilla King of the Monsters out on Blu-ray soon uh, end of August. Yeah, that's like twenty days from now. Go buy it. Support the movie. Yeah, then go. We'll get, then we'll get Godzilla vs Kong faster. <laughs> yes, the movie that's we, all we right. We want Godzilla vs Kong uh, Winter twenty nineteen. So if we buy enough Blu-rays, we'll push the date. Up. <laughs> I, I I don't think that's how that works. Imagine, imagine like a movie did so well that they're like, oh okay, well we'll push the sequel up. So it comes out. I think they did. It's called uh, Godzilla Raids Again. Oh. Oh, they also did that as well with uh, Son of Kong. Mm. Back in the early 30s. We got, we got no news today. Yeah, no news. Like, we there, have too much shit no, to no, watch. Oh, no, it's because like, we do have news, but I want to save it for the bigger episode coming out this week. So this is basically just the catch-up episode, because we're an episode behind our on our recording schedule, so I was like, well, why don't we just do an episode where we just talk about episodes? Is there a ketchup episode? Do yeah. you need to go get some ketchup in the fridge? Lane, I swear I got a chair, and I'm not afraid to throw it. See, <laughs> 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 yeah, apparently Looney Tunes is banned on TV now because it's too violent. Yeah, according to my mom, Looney Tunes is no longer on television, but I'm not entirely sure if that's true or not. I mean, you can just go to Walmart and just buy the whole collection. I mean, you can just watch a ton of it on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, you know how many episodes there are? Like, a thousand? Like, probably over a thousand. Let's find out! I, I don't think there's an official episode guide to Looney Tunes. Oh, probably there is. If there is, I'll be shocked. So yeah, so today we are talking about Ultraman, episode 13, Ultraman Tiga, episode 13, and we're finally getting back to two episodes of Denko Chojin Gridman. This week we're talking about episodes 14, or, yeah, episodes 14 and 15. 
So it's the start of the second second part of the show because the show only had thirty nine episodes. So we so we finished the the first third. Now we're into the second, or at least the second half of the show, if okay. that makes sense. Okay. So the original round of Looney Tunes went from nineteen thirty to nineteen sixty nine. So. But it doesn't say how many episodes there are. And then apparently got revived in 1987 to now. So. I don't think that helps. You want to see something cool, Looney Tunes? Go watch Lun- Lunatics Unleashed. That was a really fucking awesome show. No, if you want... It's like toku but Looney Tunes. No, no, this is what you do. You get a bunch of friends together. Mm-hmm. Say like Friday or Saturday night. You get a bunch of friends together. Get a couple of drinks. Nothing too chaotic. Just like... You know, like some like some wine coolers some or something, stuff, yeah. some like Pompeys or whatever. You sit down, you all make sure you're comfy, and watch the the Bugs Bunny movie from like I want to say like seventies or eighties. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, because we all did that once. Like you were you were sleeping, but like the majority of us of Cast Ranger sat down in our old place and just watched like a ton of Looney Tunes skits late at night. And we were laughing our asses off. Fuck. It was like one of the best nights that I had at that place. Well, fuck. Wonder why I was asleep. Because you were sleeping. I probably had work in the morning. Or probably. Something. I don't remember which night it was. Uh, but yeah. Uh, usually this goes on for longer because we're talking about news. So uh, let's just get into that Ultraman. Schwa. So episode 13, Oil SOS. Fuck, a lot of people died. Yeah. Like, so much fire, destruction. Ide fucked up hard. Ide didn't get fired from this. How? Well, no, he thought he did, and then Cap was like, no, you fucker, you're great. <laughs> so, like, 200 people died. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this episode was about the oil monster... Pestar. Or Pistar, I don't know. Pestar. Pestar. So, literally what this guy is, is... He's a he's starfish. two starfish attached together by a bat head. And it's funny because, like, you see, like, the, the two starfish are obviously just two guys in a suit. Like, in suits. And then one of them's just controlling the bat head, like, as a puppet. Yeah, so it's kind of like a... It's, uh, oh, what, what am I thinking? It's like Fozzie from the Muppets, how you have, like, two people controlling him. Uh, there's one puppeteer that controls the mouth and one hand, and there's one puppeteer to control the other hand. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh, sorry. Uh, and usually whoever's controlling the mouth does the voice. So, yeah, so it's like, so nighttime this drunk guy's just, like, walking around the, the bay, all drunk and stuff, and then he, like, sees Paystar. And, you know, he's like, oh my god, monster, monster! And no one fucking believes him, but then, like, this truck that, like, was trying to get past him gets, like, fucking hit by Pestar. Well, no, no, the truck got hit by pe- by uh, pe- Pestar. Pestar. And the next day, the cops weren't believing him that a monster blew up the truck. Yeah. 
this one, oh, you're just trying to cover it up, you probably killed them yourselves. And he's like, no. 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 It wasn't me. So well, they, fi- they find out that, like, he's, uh, heats oil, and he's just trying to get the oil supply. I mean, he destroyed Iran. Yeah, apparently he was all, like, all in the Middle East, just, like, eating their oil, destroying them, so, like, people are dead. Like, lots of people are fucking dead. Yeah, and not to mention, this, apparently the Science Patrol branch in Iran couldn't figure out what was going on. Yeah. Maybe if they had a, their own Ultraman. That's like, a fucking Middle Eastern Ultraman. That'd be awesome. Have, like, a turban, like... Cape and cloak and okay, stuff. Okay, you're the one that's saying that. I'm not saying a fan. It's not racist. People in the Middle East were Germans. <laughs> Anyways. So, they, like, realize, oh, if we, like, we can bait it by out of the water with oil and gasoline. Then what? So they, like, drop a bunch of fucking, like, barrels and stuff onto it. And then, like, you know, they, they, they like, okay, we're gonna try to attack it. So they try to blow it up with a missile, but it doesn't work. So it, it like, it's going towards, like, the Tokyo Bay, like, the oil refinery, where there's, like, a shit ton of fucking oil that's stored there. And then, like, it surfaces again, but then Ide accidentally, like, on reflex, like, fires, fires a missile, and he, like, blows up a bit of the thing, and then it causes Pistar to be, like, pissed off, and he starts, like, shooting fire. Pistar's and... pissed off. Yeah. And he just starts destroying the refinery, like, it, like... I gotta say, like, the fire and explosions were pretty good. Like, it was really good practical stuff. Yeah, it was cool because, like, he... Like, Pestar can, like, breathe fire because his... His stomach's... His, his stomach's full of oil. And, like, there's a bunch of oil... Oil barrels, like, out, out in the water. So it causes a huge oil fire out in the water. So everyone's kind of screwed there. Then he gets to the refinery and starts blowing up more oil tanks. And just, yeah, just this destruction's amazing. And, like, they gather, like, as many firefighters as they can, but even, like, they're like, yeah, we, there, we can't do that, anything. Like, the fires spread way too much. What are we gonna do? Um, and it's, like, it's it's great. It's it's really, uh, like, awful, too, because, like, Ide's, like, he feels so bad about it. And, like, at Ide one point... himself. Yeah, he blames himself for the entire thing, because Cap's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you you just jeopardized, like, a lot of our shit because of what you did. Not to mention the head of the refinery called him a fucking moron for being in the science patrol. Yeah. And for someone that's in the in the science patrol, you are sure fucking stupid. Are you an idiot? Wait, let me rephrase that. You're an idiot! <laughs> I love that quote you told me. Um, so then, like, it, it's amazing. Like, we go almost this entire... Fucking episode without Ultraman almost. Yeah, Ultraman shows up at the like I, I mentioned how he showed up very last minute in the Red King episode. This was like last. No, minute. this episode tops it for being very last minute. So Ide runs out and like tries to fight Pestar. Well, with, no, he tries to fight the fire. Yeah, he tries to fight the fire because Pest- Pestar is like out of commission. Like yeah. they 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 killed him. He breathed in his own fire, or he breathed in his own smoke. So he's like, oh, I don't... Uh, and so then, like, Hayata goes around and eventually just goes, okay, fuck it, I'll just transform to Ultraman. Maybe we can find Ide, like, that way. <laughs> so he, like, transforms to Ultraman. Pestar, like, tries attacking him and just... I've never seen Ultraman just so quickly dispatch a kaiju where he just turned around and went, no, fuck off, I don't have time for you. Just space him, raise him, and he's done. Just dead. Kind of reminds me of uh, the scene... The movie Despicable Me, 
where Gru's walking into the other villain's base, the shark just shows up out of the water, just punches it right in the face once, knocks him out. Good thing, good thing in Ultraman there hasn't been, like, explosions of kaijus yet, because if that, if Paystar exploded with all that oil and gasoline in him, the entire place would be nuked. Yeah, he'd be dead. Like, Everyone would be dead. Like, even Arashi brought it up earlier, he's like, oh, I can just fire it with my spider gun, or with my spider shot in the highest, it's like, Yes, and then you would kill everyone, including us, dumbass. Yeah. So then, he starts, like, extinguishing the fires with, like, water out of his fingers, which now that makes sense as to why Ultraman Orb Space Team Superion can do that, because I remember there's an episode where, like, he shot water, and we're like, wait, why the fuck can he do that? How can he do that? And now we know, Ultraman apparently has the ability to shoot water. Somehow. Like, we haven't had an Ultraman like that since fucking Ultraman Blue. Blue. Ultraman Blue Aqua. Oh, right. Did you water? Ultraman Blue Aqua. We'll get um, to him next time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they find E-Day, and he's, like, kind of like, oh, as of today, like, after today I'll resign. And Cap's like, the hell you are? You're one of our, you're one of our smartest members. Like, like we... The, the kid is more of a member than you think oh, E-Day is. Hey. Hoshino. Oh, at least E-Day just brings legacy. Hey, at least, at least E-Day's here. Where the hell's Hoshino been? So I think... I'm calling, I'm calling Child Protective Services. <laughs> so apparently we thought this was the episode where the, the suit changed. Where we got uh, type, type B. I was wrong. So I think it's episode 14 that happens. Yeah, because, like, if you think of it this way, uh... Ultraman only had 39 episodes, so it's like 13 episodes for each suit. So you got episodes 1 through 13, then 14, 26, 27 to 39. There you go. Each each thing, each batch has 12 episodes each, mm -hmm. or 13 episodes each. So next episode we'll get next episode we'll type get B. Type B. And then eventually type C? Yeah, type, type C is what we usually see nowadays. Okay. But the reason why we got... Apparently the reason why we got the suit changed was because Type A suit got badly water damaged. So it had to be replaced. And if you think of it, this episode aired in October. So Ultraman's been around for at least four months now? July? Let's see here. July, August, September. Yeah, he's been around for roughly four months now. So... Yeah, chances are they probably did get a new suit behind the scenes. And who knows how how quickly they made these episodes before they aired on television. Yeah. Okay, Type B suit does look a, a lot better. Yeah. And apparently it, apparently it got stolen. It got stolen and no one knows what was ever happened to it. Who would steal an Ultraman suit? Uh, Ultraman was very successful back in the 60s, so... I wouldn't doubt... It was Hoshino. I wouldn't doubt someone stole the suit, kept it for themselves, or probably auctioned it off to, like, some sort of high bidder. Oh. It's awful. Asshole. Now, you wanna know who the real asshole is? Who? The Black Overdrive Ranger from Power Rangers. Like, that actor. He stole something from freaking kid. Like, uh, from sick kids. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because he, according to him, it was, um, like a like not a memorial thing, uh, a memento. Okay. And it's like, yeah, but the 
asshole. And that's why you don't see him ever again. Oh, yeah, and that's why no one likes Operation Overdraft. They're all a bunch of dicks. Shut up, Dex. Shut up, Dex. Um, so yeah, no, overall this episode was actually pretty fucking good. Like, a lot... I was expecting you to not like it. Why not? I don't know, just, like, with the rushed ending and all that. No! Like, it felt like a lot of, a lot of shit was at stake, and in the end, sure, like, the monster with, the kaiju was defeated and stuff, but a lot of bad shit happened. Like, an entire oil refinery got fucking destroyed. People died, probably. People lost their jobs. Oh, shit. Like, if Ultraman literally intervened sooner, none of this would have happened. What? So fucking Hayata, you piece of shit. Why doesn't he get involved quicker? Because, because he's not, because he always has to transform to Ultraman when no one's around. And he was like, if you if you think about it, he was with the whole Science Patrol the entire fucking episode. He could not leave their side. Not, not to mention, just, you know, he only shows up at the very end of the episodes. Yeah, we can't have Ultraman show up in the fucking middle. Yeah, you can't have Ultraman show up several times throughout an episode. What, what, what kind what, of... What, mar- a new generation Ultraman? What kind of marketing is that? Wait... Think of every new old, uh, new generation Ultraman showing up at least twice, in, like twice in an episode, or like an episode starts with them fighting. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Again, fucking like episode twelve or thirteen of Ultraman is usually my favorite, so I'd, I'd say this is one of my favorites. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> you know what I would Yeah, I know what you're referencing. We're doing Turtles Month over at Cast Ranger. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I wasn't there. <laughs> you were here for the first movie. I wasn't here for the first movie, but I have I have reasons why I wasn't. Very valid you're reasons. You're looking for the Turtles. Yeah. You found out they were, in New- you were, they were in New York, not Toronto. Okay, that part totally slipped my mind until the Friday night. I was like, I was out there in the sewer with a flashlight... Now I'm, now I'm thinking, wait. <laughs> I have pizza. I got my ninjutsu book. Couldn't find them. Couldn't fi- I, brought, I brought comics. Damn it. I was going to call myself Garnello. 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 The fifth turtle. Gar- Garatello. 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 There you go. Uh, anyways, on to... That needs to be a shirt. Well, I was just referencing the mine. <laughs> Welcome to Target! It's like the T's flashing on the side. Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So, episode 13, Human Collecting. Oh, man. This, you know, is a, this is a weird episode. Yeah, but it's at least memorable. Yeah, no, it was memorable. Do you know why? Because... Several reasons. Um, a, we had multiple fucking villains. Like yeah. like, a, like a race of aliens. Yeah, so they're aliens. So, good. They're crow it's... aliens that look like fucking Ridley. Yeah, crow aliens. Apparently, they're called the Abduction Aliens Raybeak. Ooh, the alien Raybeaks. That's a yeah. cool name. We are the... We are the race known as the Ray Beaks. Well, I mean, crows are known to steal shit. 
Oh shit! That's why. I never they, they, they seal oh, shit. Putting two and two together. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's why. You know what's funny? You don't see in like around here. You don't see crows ever anymore. Like they all migrated. Yeah, they don't like pollution. No, but I remember when I was a kid, like in a like a early teenager, I saw crows all the time. Like you go around and you just hear. No, wait, that's a chicken. So yeah, so these alien rabies are like going around, like they're dressed like fucking men in black, like they're dressed in suits, and like you know what they they remind me of like the crows from fucking Tokyo. No, um, like I'm thinking of a Disney movie. Dumbo. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You know, it's asshole crows from Dumbo. Like they're asshole crows in some Disney movie. I can't remember what they were. I think it was Dumbo because that's the only movie that I can remember with crows in Disney. Yeah. Um, crows. And they're, they're yeah, going those crows were assholes. Yeah, so they're going around. They have like these shrinking guns, and they like take shrink humans into their guns, take them to their spaceship, put them in like capsules, and they're like gonna like sell them or something. Okay, so yeah, this is when you weren't paying attention. Um, so on their home planet in the Nebula P fourteen twenty three. I think it, I think that's a fourteen twenty three or four twenty three, whichever one. You need a ticket to that place. Yeah, you need to get a ticket to that place. Uh, well, we shouldn't because humans are kind of similar to a, a race on their planet that they use as slaves, and they're dying out. Oh. So they come to Earth, stealing us, and they're gonna repopulate their slave race. Oh fuck! Yikes! Because we're that similar. Okay. In like, like a bioengineering. Okay, like we're a humanoid species. Yeah. So. Oh fuck. Um. So yeah. So apparently, again, this is a Shinjo fucking. Why isn't Shinjo the main character? I don't know. At least Daigo got to tag along. Yeah. At least he didn't do much. He got. He actually got the kid kidnapped. Thanks, Daigo. Because he's like, oh, he's out of the way. Because it's funny, he was trying to save Shin, uh, Shinjiro or whatever, Shinjo from getting, like, fucking captured. Yeah, so... But he got captured anyways. Yeah. Well, <coughs> well, that was Shinjo's fault. Yeah. Because of... Took the guts car. Yeah, so the plot... The, this plot involves a kid named Shinichi. Who's, who wants to be a member of Guts. Who wants to be a member of Guts. And he keeps calling, like... He calls Shinjo uncle, but that's... I think he's just calling him an old man. Yeah, like it's they're called, like he's his cousin apparently. Like, like so stop calling me that. Not, not that older, much older than you. I don't think he's his actual cousin. I think it's just he's again. A, he's a cousin. The subs, oh. remember, because Japan has their own way of saying things. Oh yeah. Like like he was calling him OG son, uh-huh. which is just I think it's just, I think that just means like old older person or a grandfather. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have no relation. It's just he calls him his un- his uncle. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, I'm not getting into Japanese wording. Unless my sister was here, then she could explain this. Yeah, she would explain this easier to me. Cause she she speaks fluent Japanese and got third place in Canada for her freaking Japanese speech award contest. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Especially becoming number one in Toronto. Good job, guys, sister. Yeah, good job, my sister that I will not name right here. Nope. For her own privacy. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, the Crowmen, as they call them in this episode. Uh, 
They're just the only humans. Whichever ones yeah, doesn't and, matter. Like, they keep them shrunk, which is the funny part. It's easier to travel with. Easier to transport, yeah. Who, wait, wait, who's the leader? Scott Lang? Just Scott comes just out. Paul Rudd. Just they rip off their they rip off the alien space and it's just Ultron masks. Nineteen ninety six fucking Paul Rudd. Pretty amazing. You mean nowadays Paul Rudd? Yeah, the man's like fifty and he He's never aged. He's never aged. It's amazing. Um Oh, so you want clueless Paul Rudd? No, I want fucking Halloween Paul Rudd. That was his first movie ever did. Oh, uh, anyways, we're getting off track. Uh, uh, it's more about Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then, like, Guts deploys to go find him, because they, like, they, he's able to, like, use his, uh, PDS or whatever like that to, like, contact them. Yeah. But then, like, he has to, like, be quiet, because, like, the, the ravings are coming by, so, like, Shin, Shinji, or Shinichi, is just like, ah, that's a terrible thing! So then, yeah, Guts is able to, like, find them, and then it's like, oh shit, like, there's a barrier around, or, like, we need, like, something to, like, repel their, like, their abduction guns. So, Hori, being Hori, being the awesome man that he is, fucking develops, like, this capsule that's able to, like, create a barrier to, like, deflect it. Like a mirror move? Yeah. Use mirror move. Well, it doesn't, like, reflect it back at them, it just deflects it, so well, it, like, blocks it. Well, mirror move doesn't reflect it back. It so then... It just stops the attack. So they all go in, and, like... The core, I don't know who the fucking action director for this episode was, but like, great job! Just, like they're 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 doing like flips and twists. They're fucking kicking people and like like hell, they knock them down. They like kick them on the ground and stuff like that. And they like, start, Holy like, shit! It's like no, like they're not wasting any time. They see one, put in a barrier bullet and blast. Yeah, and then you just shoot them and like it's amazing. Hooray I think I think, only, I think only a couple of them had the like the barrier bullets. I, I think they all had one each. Well, because I saw one would, like, fire a barrier bullet to block the other, and then the other one would respond, with, like, retaliate with, well, like... Well, yeah, because why, why fire two barrier bullets when one can attack? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was cool that they coordinated like that. And then just, like... The strangest Daigo, thing happens. Yeah, Daigo fucking tra- gets, like, surrounded, and he transforms to Tiga, but... He's human size. Yeah, normal size. I didn't think he could do that. I mean, he, he already did it once. And like episode four, I think it was. Oh, he was in the helicopter. Yeah, right? when he was in the helicopter for like a split second, and then he jumped out and grew the giant. So size. like, I'm wondering what made Subray just decide, hey, let's just do an episode where like he just fights the, the size of a human. Huh? Like eventually he does grow big. But it's like, what? And like it's cool because like usually like you know when he's big or whatever like that he fights like really slowly and stuff like that. But here he's just like. Fast as hell! He's playing like a like an actual regular like Toku hero. It's fucking awesome. It was very reminiscent to uh, Gavon for me, at least the way that he was fighting, the poses that he was doing. It was yeah. a bit like Space Sheriff Gavon a bit. And he goes, goes uh, not strong. Power type. Power type. Thank you. Strong Steiner. Strong Steiner. Miracle and strong are Dinah. Power and Sky are Tika. Yeah. So he he rescues the the humans, and yeah, then and the like funniest a... fucking scene. Just, like, Hori runs into Tiga, and he's just like... Yeah, Hori's just kind of starstruck, just... Like, holy Tiga. shit! Wait, wait, why are you... <laughs> like, he's not doing anything, he's just staring at him, just like... What the fuck? And just fucking Arena or someone was just like, well, let's go! Like, oh, right, right. Yeah, give him the things, and he's just like... Yeah, Tiga <laughs> doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, so yeah, then he, like... 
like the spaceship like launches and they're like, all right, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. But then, uh, but then Guts is like, we got we got a blast them down because they may come back with reinforcements. That's a good point. Yeah, so these the the because they have like a Guts car and an SUV and a motorcycle. Like, jeez, Guts is like fucking equipped. Man, Guts is loaded. So, yeah, they use the laser cannons, but then the spaceship retaliates and, like, shoots back at them, almost fucking killing them, actually. Luckily, Tika shows up and, and grows to uh, Takes a shot. Size. Yeah, and Take then. Take a shot! <laughs> and then he, uh, he, like, turns sky type and, like, jumps on top of the ship. Punches just, the hole in the ship. He's just spinning around, too, at first. <laughs> he's keep twirling. Twirling towards freedom. Yeah, punch the hole in the ship. Which I remember that scene from the four kids opening. It's like, oh, okay, so he wasn't being a menace. <laughs> Wee. Wee. Um, and yeah, so yeah, they just Tiga murders a few people. <laughs> the, each episode this week involves mur- each episode that we talk about involves murdering people. Yeah. That's just weird. Like, holy fuck. Like, we'll get to it in, in, in Gridman. But, uh, there was a cute thing that I liked about this episode of Tiga, though. Like, so when the aliens, they fire, like, their reduction beam at Tiga, and they capture him, and he's in the little, like, oh, yeah. he's in the little glove compartment thing that they have for him, and he's just like, hey, what are you gonna do now? He just grows back to human size. <laughs> it's like, dude... I have the ability to, to grow big. <laughs> I didn't think that far. That's super funny. I actually want to know if the four kids dub of this episode still exists. I want to know no if it's on No way. No way. <laughs> it looks like my yoga instructor. Looks like my no, wife. no, it looks like my mother-in-law. It's <laughs> awful. But yeah, a pretty good episode of Tigo. Finally... Like, like it was actually a really good episode. It was well choreographed. The pacing was good. Like the enemy seemed pretty like fucking. It, it was interesting. Like I, I'm starting to notice a pattern that whenever Tiga involves aliens, like actual aliens, not like giant monster aliens, but like normal human aliens, the plot is just ten times better. Yeah, I mean, because like the aliens have more like fucking personality to them, right? So I think that's it. Just. Aliens also think like they're like they're also intellectual race, so it's like oh yeah, like third episode you got those aliens that have been around before Tiga and they like they want acknowledgement. You have the aliens in the episode where Rena's dad shows up. You have the like you have these aliens who are just they don't want to take over Earth. They just want to kidnap some people and repopulate their slave race. Okay, that still sounds bad, but still. Wow, apparently in the four kids dub, Tiga's uh, multi-type is known as Omni-Mode. Okay, Omnimon. That's fucking awesome. Apparently it has a flight speed of Mach 5. It's pretty fucking fast. Mach 5. Isn't that like breaking the sound barrier? That's way over breaking the sound barrier. There's a lot of fucking attacks. A timer, timer flash, a flash of light from his color timer that erases illusions. Oh. You know, I feel, I feel like that needs to be a featured discussion, a future discussion for us. Just talking about the random dubbed episodes of Tiga. I feel like that would be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just trying to look up, like, if, he, if 
mentions that he has the ability to like just shrink and grow any size. Maybe I'm not sure. Where are you looking at the ultra wiki one, or are you yeah. looking at like actual four kids? No ultra wiki. That uh, may not ha may not be on there. Well, anyways, let's get on to some Gridman. Oh, yeah. Takashi committed Tuck. genocide almost. Not genocide, but like a lot of people died for what he did. So this episode was literally about him missing his alarm clock and he didn't wake up on time and became late. So he thought, oh my god, I wasted time. My genius is not being used to its full potential. So decides, fuck it. I'm gonna make everyone else late for their shit. <laughs> so he creates a gaiju that goes to England, where apparently the place where, like, the world time is, like, produced, fucks with that and changes time throughout everywhere, I'm assuming in the world, causing, like, fucking people to be late for shit. Uh, trains fucking crashing, planes running into each other because the schedules are fucked up. Like, people are dead! Because he had a faulty alarm clock. And thought he wasted some of his time. This kid's fucked in the head. This is fucked up! Like, it even shows on the news, like, yeah, planes crashed, multiple people injured, several incidents, like... All because, what, you overslept? I mean, I don't like sleep, uh, like sleeping in, but I wouldn't fucking want to kill people over it. I don't think his intentions were to kill people. What did he just do? And he was like, oh. I don't think he actually found out anyone died and from then, this. And then Khan Digifar's like... <laughs> yeah, there's even, like, a scene in the episode where, like, He's watching like all the people in the street, and you just see like him like above a building going like ha 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 ha. I didn't mean So people die. You know who he is? Mm -hmm. He's Mr. Glass. Oh god! Oh. From Unbreakable. Yeah. Spoilers for the end of Unbreakable. Just he caused a crane crash to kill a shit ton of people to get a superhero. Yeah, which is what. Fuck. So, meanwhile, the side plot of this episode is Ife trying, trying to, to get some pussy. Ife at least trying to get a girlfriend. Yeah, and like, he he says like he likes this girl and he makes like the schedule where it's like, oh, and this day I'm going to ask her out, this day I'm going to like propose to her, marry her, and it's like, dude, you're like 13! Calm your shit! Calm your tits there, buddy. So, like, Yuka being Yuka, she's just like, she's like, you're, just, you're fucking stupid. Okay, okay. I'll admit, I had to look up on the wiki to find out what their names were, because when I, when I first started watching it, I'm like, wait, who's, who's who again? Yuka Naoto and Ife. 
Yeah, I toast great man, Yuka's the girl, and he pays the other the horny guy. Yuka's the girl. Yeah. The girl, yeah. yeah. I mean you're not wrong there. Um What personality does she have? She's the girl. I don't know, I like her voice for some reason. I just like the way she talks. No. Talks like one of those like tough girl. Well, cause like I like I like tomboys. Like I like I like I like, I like I like like mannish kind of girls. I don't know why. I am a woman. Not, not that much. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So the whole side plot is him trying to get, but like because time's all fucked up, like his schedule keeps getting messed up, and he doesn't. He 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 thinks he's late for school and like late to meet her. But then he, like, keeps missing her because, like, she's on the bus with, like, her friend or something like that. Um, and she's mo- and she's moving in a week. Yeah. Why pursue someone when she's they're, yeah. they're going to be gone in a week? So then the parents, being the fucking funniest, so, like, the, the one dad who, like, owns the store. He pays dad. Yeah, he keeps, like, closing, and then he's like, he's like oh, fuck, no, I have to, have to stay open! And then he opens the store again, and he keeps delivering shit to people. He, yeah, he keeps closing, opening his store. You got, Di- uh, you got Nato's mom keep making food because... Like, yeah, because like, she makes breakfast, and then she looks at the time, oh, shit, I didn't make lunch! Just making lunch. You just made breakfast. And, like, so everyone got, like, hypnotized by, like, the time shit that's going on, except for Yuka and Naoto, because they were busy in the basement working on junk. Nerds! Yeah. Um, but Ipe got affected by it. It's, it's a weird thing, because, like, the clock kept spinning, and it would fire at people with this <laughs> hypnotizing ray. So it'd be like, oh, you think it's, like, 10.30 at night. When it's not, when it's, like, 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, so it's, like, you'd have people being, like, oh, it's so late, or, oh, it's so early. It's, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and then, like, Ipe keeps thinking, like, oh, fuck, I gotta go to bed. I gotta see Romari tomorrow. It's, this episode's just weird. It's, it's bonkers. Like, I can't keep track of what's going on. Yeah, so then eventually it's, like, all right, like, so the kaiju was uh, Mecha uh, Gilaris. Yeah, so from the first episode, they reused the first kaiju from episode one. But, you know, mechanized. He looked them. fucking awesome, because if he you mechanize awesome. something, it's ten times cooler. Mechanize something, it's ten times cooler. Yep. And he lo- he actually looked, like, really cool. Yeah, in like, which I feel like it's good progression, in a sense. It's like, oh, wh- like, oh why, why make a new kaiju when I can make a better one? Yeah, this is from the next episode. I'll get to the next episode. So then they're like, alright, fuck it. Summon Gridman. So they summon Gridman. Gridman's like, you know, he's trying. He's fighting. It's still, like, I'll always, I think I'll always say it every episode to Gridman we talk about. Love Gridman's design. He does have a good design. He looks so good. I want figure warts. I I want a figure it's a Gridman. It'd be awesome. And and again, I always bring it up. I love, I love his grunts. I love like the sound of his grunts, it's not like sha sha. It's like yeah. Also, he has like yeah. the, also he has like the best print, like way of saying B move ever. B move. <laughs> um. So they realize that like Brigand Man alone isn't working well enough. So then they summon make him Thunder Grid Man. Hey, didn't I get new toys? I mean, new weapons the other day. I mean, so yeah. So he turns to Thunder Grid Man. Still looks fucking awesome. Now, now it just turns into a Sentai episode. <laughs> God tight. And yeah, so he has his own grid beam and thunder grid man, and it's fucking awesome. Beats the... Yeah, problem? Punch it. So, yeah, so then he uses his 
Gridman Fixer Beam, which I'm glad, thanks you SSSS Gridman for the, the, officially making the, a name for that. The Fixer Beam. Like, I, bet, I wonder how many, like, Gridman fans were like, THAT'S WHAT IT'S CALLED? YES! FINALLY! Like, they're losing their like fucking minds. FIXER BEAM! They're finally updating their little wikis. And yeah, it's just like in the wiki, it's just like for the longest time, it's just like, it's just like, yeah, this has no thing, you just fix the shit. It's gonna call it the Fixer Beam. The Fixer Beam. Um, can we fix it? Yes, we can. So, I doubt because, like, time got back, went back to normal, all those people are still dead. Oh, oh, yeah, those people are still dead. Like, imagine it just reverted time back. It never happened. That'd be bullshit. It's just... So, and, yeah. Millions were dead. So, Ife goes to, like, meet with the girl, but then, like, I guess she rejected him. I don't think he ever talked to her. I think he did. It's, it's never specified what happened. I think he did. That's why, like, she was on the bus with the boy. Um, so then he couldn't know to show up, and it's like, so it happened. Can't you see the look on my face? That fucking tells you what happened. And it's like, don't worry, don't worry, but you'll find another girl. All right, here, would you accept these flowers uh, for my heart? And she's like, no, get the fuck out of here. Ipe, give it up. Oh. <laughs> so it's super funny, and thus, like, the next episode, it starts like this weird, fucking love triangle. Yeah, we might as well get into episode fifteen. So, so episode fifteen, the distorted target. Yeah. So. So, so this one doesn't have Takashi being a fucking mass murderer, but instead just being a selfish fucking asshole. So, no one likes a person when they hog, like, a ride or a video game arcade machine for, like, long periods of time. Shout out to my buddy Jermaine for uh, Yomacon 2017 when he spent six hours on a Street Fighter V arcade cabinet and not leaving until someone in the staff told him to get up and leave so other people could play it. Really? And then he he got up, screamed, cheered, and he thought he, he, his whole weekend was a success. Because <laughs> he's like, I played Street Fighter V until they kicked me off. So, shout out to my buddy Jay. But, yeah, don't do that, people. So, Takashi's playing, like, this virtual uh, virtual reality game where, like, it's like a shooter. It looks like a shitty version of, like, Doom. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, is this Doom? And obviously the VR helmet is just like a bike helmet, motorcycle helmet, but just with some tech shit on it. So apparently he's in this game for like an hour, and you can see like there's a lineup like around the corner. Of like this little cabinet thing that he's in. And so like one of the employees notices, goes in, and he's like, yeah, buddy, can you like fucking finish up? And he's like, no, screw you, I'm still playing. He actually cuts the power to the machine, and like Takashi gets like super pissed off, and he's like... Yeah, fuck you! Like, oh, why did you do that? It's like you've been on it enough. But funny, there are other people that want to play the game. Well, I want to play it more. So he's like, "Oh, forget this." So he decides to go back, and then he uh, gives Shinobular a fucking second chance. <laughs> That's the excuse of the episode. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a second chance. If it didn't work the first time. Why give it a second chance? Well, no. The first time with, uh, with Gear, uh, Gilleris was awesome. That was great. Yeah, but he at least... At least they changed him. He this one they just upgraded gave... him. Yeah. Here, I'm going to give you a weapon. Here's a weapon. Here's a ball and chain. Oh, a ball and chain. Gridman has fucking jets, tanks, and drills that he can combine with. Yeah. 
even at one point, like, he turns Thunder Gridman and, like, Shinobi is just like, oh, so what if you fucking change? I'll still beat you. Beat his ass and in, like, the first ass. minute. Yeah. Um, so... Then starts the side plot where it's this weird fucking thing where, like, Yuka's mad at Naoto because she's trying to talk about where they're gonna hang out tomorrow, mm-hmm. the next day, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, he's just yawning, not really paying attention to her, and so she gets pissed off about it. She's like, oh, you're not even fucking listening. Where are we going tomorrow? And he's like, that place you were talking about. I was just tired. You know. Yeah, he was just tired. So she storms off, and then she's like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just have like a day with Na- or with Ipe. So then Ipe just, I guess, thinks of this, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my chance. Like, he decides to go in and, like, thinks of it as a date. That, I did that with that girl I knew. Like, I thought we were on a date, and then afterwards she was like, yeah, no, we, we weren't. We were just hanging out. And I was like, oh. And this... So... This leads into our thumbnail. Yeah. So, the next day, they he shows up to see, meet up with Yuka so they can go to the arcade or something like that. And he's dressed up, I swear to God, like the 11th Doctor. And keep in mind... The 11th Doctor showed up in, like, 2010. 2009. Yeah. Like, 29. 2009, 2010. 2010, because David Tennant's last episode aired Christmas Day of 2009. Oh, okay. So, 2010. So, this happened, like, what, 20 years? Not even 20, like, 17 years Sem- before? Yeah, like, um, or 17. 17. Yeah, seven, so, yeah, th- like, Eleven Doctor happened seventeen years before this. Again, big coincidence, but it's like it's just mind boggling to think about. He's wearing like a brown coat and he has a red bow tie on and it's like, alright, let's go and like you feel If like, only he had the... suspenders. Yeah, like you just like, what the fuck? Like she's wondering so then she's like, wait, like and she seemed like she wanted she wanted to wait for Naoto because like she didn't want to be alone with Ipe. And Ipe's like, no, 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 Naoto said, like, yeah, just be us two. Like, whatever, it'll be fine. And then, so then, like, a police officer shows up, and he's like, oh, it's cute, you guys are on a date? And she's like, what? No? No. Shut up. So, yeah, so they, so they go to the arcade, and, um, so they try the virtual reality game, and I guess, like, Ipe's in there with her, just, like, keeping eye on, like, her progress. So then, Shinobular goes to, like, the power... Like, uh, he goes into the mainframe. Like, the stuff. mainframe with the I, machine. I, re- I refer to the internet world that they go into, like, the mainframes. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's in the arcade mainframe and he hacks with the VR game. Yeah. Which makes her think that... The, everyone is, like, a monster in the game. Yeah. And then the gun turns into, like, a real gun. Like, it's a turns real laser like gun. like a laser gun. Yeah. So what? she's just going around fucking trying to shoot and kill people. Which, thankfully, she didn't. Yeah, it's funny because my T eight hundred endoskeleton figure came in today. Yeah, Terminator. Like she went all Terminator on freaking everyone. Yeah, really. No processor, living computer. Um, like Ipe's Ipe calls up not to be like, hey, something happened, to Yuka. What happened? Just get down here. Get your fucking ass down here, bitch. Then he does something that blows my mind. After 15 episodes, apparently Nato can take off the acceptor. Yeah. Like, the thing that he transforms with, you know, I thought he was was just stuck to his arm. But no, apparently he can take it off and put it on. 
Yeah, because then it would make sense because then people would be asking, like, oh, what the fuck's that on your wrist? But it's always on his wrist. Yeah, but he's always wearing long sleeve shirts when he when he wears it. But this time, this episode, he wasn't wearing a long sleeve shirt, so he had to keep it off. Or else people would suspect that he's Gridman. Well, not really. No one knows who Gridman is! <laughs> Gridman, Gridman, Gridman! Gridman! Everywhere I look, Gridman. Gridman. Who the hell is Gridman anyway? Gridman the Fall, Gridman Winter. He doesn't look like an Ultraman. Gridman on Saturdays, Gridman on Fridays. Gridman, Gridman, Gridman. Gridman. Football. Gridman. Well, go watch the nerd, the AVGN episode of football. It's super funny. I showed my dad that clip and he's like, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, football. So, so yeah, the doctor, sorry, Ipe tries to go fucking help me. And like, it's funny, like at one point the, we're watching the episode and just guard just puts on like the 11th Doctor's theme, like battle theme where it's like dun 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 well, okay dun, the song's dun, called dun, I Am The Doctor yeah so it's like I put that on it's like it's, it was syncing so well it's kind it was kind of syncing up Gar's good at that yeah like I started thinking about it it's like as as Gridman's fighting Shinobi Larges like you just hear like Doctor Who fiends just dun 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 um it was funny. Yeah. Sorry, we're gonna get copyright for that. That was too perfect. Oh no. <laughs> we only got we already got one copyright flag on one of our episodes of Alter Ranger. We don't need two. Right? But uh But yeah, Grimmit or Shinobi Lar gets defeated. Mm-hmm. The, the fucking SWAT team almost almost gets involved. Yeah, no, Yuka. they start shooting at Yuka and I'm like, motherfuckers, don't do that! And like the, the, the one police officer, like, just admits, like, oh, no, we're just trying to shoot the gun out of her hand. It's like, no, it looks like you were actually trying to fucking shoot her. And he faced, like, no, fuck that shit. So then, like, he tries yeah, to, like... Yeah, the reason. Yeah, he tries to, like, get through to her, which she he kind of does. But then, like, Gridman, like, Gridman shows up in, like, her HUD, and she, he's just like, the game's over, Yuka. Game <laughs> over. So, then we get to this weird thing where, like, he, like... So then now Yuka's mad at Ipe being like, I can't believe you tried to make it, like, a fucking date. And he was like, no. And it's like, yeah, I'd rather go on a date with Naoto. And Naoto's like, yeah, all right. And so, like, they just, they grab, they, like, hook arms and they start going down. Naoto's like, nah. And Ipe's like, nah, take me with you, take me with you. So now that we're in this weird fucking love triangle where Ipe likes Yuka, but Yuka likes Naoto. And Naoto is just okay with Yuka liking him. What kind of triangle is this? Very weird it's like shit. A one-sided love triangle. It's like a two-sided triangle. Yeah, because like Naoto doesn't really. Because Naoto doesn't like Ipe. <laughs> yeah, but like Naoto doesn't like Yuka. But then like when I guess he does, because like wasn't there an episode where he was they, like with the bathing, like the swimming episode? He was like spying on. Yeah, him. it was hint. In this episode even hints towards that uh, Naoto actually does like Yuka. Yeah. In, like, a relationship sense. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, this was, like, a kind of banana... Like, both these episodes of Gridman were really bananas. But, like, again... It's Gridman. It, Gridman's awesome. Like, I, like Gar can, Gar can quote me on this. Like, for the past, like, few weeks, I've just been like, can't wait to watch more Gridman. Yeah. Which I'm glad... sad we only watch it, like, once a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to just honestly have like a Gridman month. Well, like you said, we we mar- like 
we can marathon the show behind, like, like, we can just marathon a ton of episodes. That's true, we could. But we're just doing it, like, yeah, it is kind of once a month, because next time we talk about Gridman's, uh, the end of August. Christ. And then it's like, because I planned out so that, like, every, every three episodes, yeah, every three episodes we do another Gridman episode. Oh, okay. So it's like, we do one at the end of August, and then one at the end of September. So, so yeah, like, once a month we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so, yeah. so good, good four episodes of Ultraman slash Gridman. Yeah, like a lot of murder, <laughs> so a lot, lot of death. That's that's a lot of death. That's the title of the episode. That's a lot of death. That's a lot of death. That's a lot of death. Wow, that character has a lot of death. You mean death? Right? I know what I said. Who are you talking about? Kamara Kaiser? It's got a lot of depth to him. What? Death? No, death. Did you say bunny cop film? <laughs> That's my favorite joke. But anyways, um, yeah, this is episode 90 of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Ooh, we're almost there. Yeah, which means we're only 10 episodes away from that big triple digit number. You gotta think of something very special for that. I've been... I've been tossing around some ideas. But uh, next time, instead of talking about Taiga Episode 3, uh, Ultraman Rube the movie uh, finally got subbed. Oh, yeah. So next week, our main feature topic will be Ultraman Rube the movie. The movie. With Gido. And, and Trigear. Yep. So sweet. We didn't have to wait that long. No. So now we can actually figure out what Trigear's deal is and see if they actually kind of like... Because I'm interested now. Will they defeat him, or does he just fuck off and that's why he ends up in Taiga? Probably just fucks off. Or is he even the same fucking guy? Like, we don't know. Is it even the same universe Trigear? Exactly, man. There's two Trigears. Maybe it's just Rube's Trigear. And this is, like, main main Trigear. Oh, and then when the Taiga movie, Rube movie crossover happens, you're going to be like, oh, it's you again! I don't, like, you took everything from us. I don't even know who you are. You will. Schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!